Welcome to the third episode in VetScoop's podcast series on federal IT security, brought to you today by Forcepoint. I'm your host, Wyatt Cash. In our last episode, we discussed ways federal agencies can use the government's Continuous Diagnostics and Mitigation Program, better known as CDM, to tap into federal cybersecurity and IT modernization funding. Today, we'll focus more on how agencies can fortify their networks and systems and improve their security posture overall, particularly when working with CDM contractors like Booz Allen Hamilton and partner firms like Forcepoint. Joining us to talk about that today is Greg Decker, principal at Booz Allen Hamilton, serving as the chief engineer for the firm's Department of Homeland Security CDM program. Greg, welcome to today's program. Thank you, Wyatt. Glad to be here. And also joining us is Eric Trexler, Vice President, Global Governments and Critical Infrastructure at Forcepoint, a leading enterprise and government cybersecurity software and service provider. Eric, thank you for joining us as well. Thank you, Wyatt. Glad to be here also. Terrific. Well, Greg, let's start with you. What's important for agency leaders to know about DHS's next generation CDM contract? Uh, now known as the Dynamic and Evolving Federal Enterprise Network Defense, or more simply, DEFEND contract. So, Wyatt, one of the first priorities for DEFEND program is to complete the implementation and deployment of those Phase 1 and Phase 2 capabilities that are already underway within the agencies. Many of these participating agencies are highly complex, and there's still work to be done in deploying security tools and integrating that data with the agency's dashboard. Now, another key theme this year uh, that uh, we are focusing on uh, across the uh, program is operationalizing the CDM capabilities. What this means is agencies getting real value from these CDM tools and data to support their risk-based decision-making and actions. An example of that would be agencies being able to quickly identify unauthorized software or hardware on their networks or in a case of a authorizing official preparing to uh, sign an authorization package for a mission-critical system, the ability to check their dashboard to determine the security posture before moving forward with that package. This is real value, and this is what we want to get out of these investments the DHS has already made. Well, Eric, um, there are a variety of pre-vetted cyber support services available to test systems and identify, prioritize, and mitigate risks. How would you advise agencies to weigh their options in choosing high-quality cybersecurity vendors? What I would recommend they do is really take a step back and understand what they're trying to accomplish. Look at what their needs are, what, what their business problems are that they're trying to accomplish, then turn to their integrator and work with them hand-in-hand to understand what type of capabilities are available to meet those needs, if you will. The worst thing I I typically see is when people look for products. They just ask for products. Um, So instead of asking for, let's say, a a CASB solution, a cloud access security broker, the question should be, what do I have in the cloud? The Fend Phase 3 now allows for protecting mobile and cloud. And how do I need to understand what's out there? Do I understand what's out there? How do I want to protect it? The second thing I would do is, look to seek outcomes. Work with platform players using integrated systems. I would spend less time with point product vendors unless they do something very specific to your business needs. Seek some outcomes with them. What am I going to get if I invest in this capability, if I invest in this technology? Finally then, I would say 
look for past performance at the scope and scale that you need. Do they have cleared resources? Do they have the maturity to work in the government? Do they understand the government model? Can they support the scale requirement? That would be my advice or, or guidance. Well, Greg, uh, from your perspective, what additional advice might you offer agencies to successfully navigate the defend process? So, Wyatt, it all starts with the agencies contacting their DHS CDM project manager. Each one of the agencies are associated with a buying group, and there is a dedicated project manager within the DHS program office. And the way to initiate this process is to start with the agencies contacting their their project manager, and they will outline, process the steps and the expected timeline for using the vehicle. From our vantage point, what we've seen in uh, over six months of runtime with the Defend vehicle is the DHS CDM PMO has been highly responsive to these agency needs. And so we're excited to get started and that we think that DHS is too. Well, back to you, Eric. You mentioned earlier about avoiding looking only at specific products, and I know your organization has made a a big emphasis around what you call human-centric cybersecurity data protection. Tell me a little more about that and how those systems are able to accelerate IT security, especially in light of how agencies are juggling so many IT priorities. Absolutely. I mean, Greg talked about operationalizing the CDM capabilities. You know, when you look at an organization like ours, which has over 20 years of frontline experience, dealing with context-based technologies, data-centric, looking at behavioral-based approaches, in such a large government-focused portfolio, you know, it's important to look at how we interact with the, the agencies and the program. We spend a lot of time looking at the needs of the agency, the individual needs, and sharing best practices from other agencies. We've got deep relationships with the integrator community. We've been looking at humans and their interaction with data for a long time. So a a great example of that, you know, for for Defend, some of the requirements are, you know, what are the users doing on the network? And then Phase 4 looks at how are we protecting data? A lot of vendors would just look at that, well, I, I have a DLP offering. We should go talk to them about DLP, data loss prevention technologies. We look at it a little differently. We look at it from a dynamic data protection perspective. How do we discover and, and control what your people are doing and what data they're accessing on their networks, inclusive of cloud and mobile? How do we look at securing that data and the data sharing? How do we monitor personnel activities? We have 20 plus years of monitoring in government networks. And then how do we bring some advanced capabilities such as automation, analytics-driven forensics around risk scoring to the business? So it's not just a product play. It's really understanding the needs of an agency and then bringing capabilities to bear to work with the integrator partner to help provide those capabilities so that we can operationalize the CDM capabilities, as Greg mentioned earlier. Well, Greg, from your perspective, how might you also advise agencies to get the most from again, this sort of human-centric data protection approach or perhaps maybe from a more holistic perspective? Well, I think Eric hit a nail right on the head here with this focus on an outcome-based approach. You know, we've been deploying security capabilities across these agencies for the last three years, and, and we know that each agency has a unique mission. They have IT infrastructure that's unique and also unique governance processes. And they need an integrator that really understands this terrain and can tailor a proven approach and methodology to achieve and maximize those product capabilities and drive results. We consistently see this across the board where agencies have purchased security tools 
and are not getting the value out of those, either because they're not implemented correctly or because they're, they're only using a fraction of the capabilities. Agencies need an integrator that can operationalize those capabilities like force points, human-centric data protection system within the agency environments. Greg, one last question. What, at the end of the day, does DEFEND allow agencies to do that they couldn't do before or do as well? And where do you see that taking agencies over the next year? So, Wyatt, one of the big differences between the DEFEND vehicle and the previous contract is the ability for agencies to address their unique needs based on their priorities. So the vehicle is constructed with a scope that covers phase one, two, three, and four capabilities. And agencies can leverage this vehicle with their own funding to achieve their unique needs in addition to DHS fulfilling their priorities with the vehicle as well. And Eric, any additional thoughts on that? Now that we are in the defend phase, we've seen a lot of maturity around the CDM program. We have integrators that have long-term contracts. They have long-term relationships that they have established that they're going to continue to build with their customer base across the different groups that they own and with the vendor community. They're going to be able to apply best practices. They're going to be able to share information, successes, and failures, and they're going to be able to drive the CDM program forward at a much greater velocity than we've seen in the past. So we're going to see a conclusion of the phase one and phase two activities in the not-too-distant future, and then we're going to see an acceleration as, as we enter the defend phase here with the community, driving results both to the individual agencies and data back to DHS itself for a better visibility and protection of the entire .gov domain. In all, it's a win for everybody. I'm afraid that's all we have time for today, but Greg Decker at Booz Allen Hamilton and Eric Trexler at Forcepoint, thank you both for joining us to talk about CDM Defend and steps agencies can take to improve their IT security posture. And I want to thank the folks at Forcepoint for underwriting today's episode and our whole podcast series on CDM and federal IT security. You can find our previous two podcasts on CDM, including our last podcast on how CDM can help agencies tap into federal cybersecurity and IT modernization funding on fedscoop.com. Look for more of our coverage there on federal IT security. This is Wyatt Cash. Thanks for tuning in.